as teachers, we forget to practice self-care all the time. We prioritize our kids and our classrooms and our jobs over ourselves, and we end up losing ourselves. In fact, when I left the classroom to move abroad to Germany, I had to give up over 20 days of paid time off that I could have enjoyed, you know, having a self-care day or doing whatever I wanted all because I was so focused on making sure that I was always at work and always doing things for my kids and for my job. In this podcast though, today we're going to talk about how to practice work-life balance, but it's probably not going to be what you think. Hey, teacher friend, welcome to the Simply Teach podcast, a podcast for teachers by teachers. I'm your host, Kelly Jackson, and each week I bring you a podcast full of practical and helpful ideas from teachers. We all know that teaching is really hard work, and I want this podcast to be a place for you to not only find ideas, but to also find encouragement and motivation. Hey, y'all, and welcome back to a new season of Simply Teach. We're on episode 79. Ooh, we're almost to another big milestone. If you are new here, I am Kelly Jackson, and I am so excited to have you here. I'm a classroom organization and management coach over at the Simply Organized Teacher. I help busy and overwhelmed teachers get their structures and the routines in place so that they can spend less time at school and more time doing the things they love, which is exactly what we're going to talk about in this episode today. You can get all sorts of classroom organization help here on this podcast, on my blog, thesimplyorganizedteacher.com. I've got a Facebook group that you can search. I'm over on Instagram, and you can also work with me inside the Organized Teacher Framework course. But first, I want to ask you before we get started, if you are listening to this podcast on podcast, would you take a second to subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Overcast, wherever it is that you're listening, if you will subscribe to the podcast that does two things that one um, helps you get the podcast in your feed when it launches on Tuesday mornings at 6 a.m. Central Time, but it also helps other teachers learn about Simply Teach. When you leave a comment or you subscribe to it or whatever you interact with it, it boosts it up in the algorithm and tells iTunes or whatever platform it is that it is worth listening to. And I want to be able to help as many teachers as I can. So I would love it if you could subscribe to the show today when we get done listening. Since we're going to be talking about work-life balance, I want to make sure that you know about my to-do list training. This is a quick 30-minute training on how to make the most of your to-do list so that you can actually spend time doing whatever it is that you need to be doing instead of trying to figure it out what it is you need to be doing. You can find more information at thesimplyorganizedteacher.com slash to do. But for now, let's get on to episode number 79 on work-life balance. I get messages all the time from teachers, and a lot of times they're also moms, and they're sharing the stress of this tension of feeling like they can't be a good teacher or they can't be a good mom. They can't be both. They can only be one or the other. And I'm not a mom, so I don't fully know that, but I do get the tension of not being 100% at whatever it is that you're trying to do at the time you're trying to do it. But here's the thing about work-life balance is there's no such thing as balance, which I know is kind of depressing, right? I first heard this, I think, from Jamie Ivey, who is a podcaster that actually inspired me to start Simply Teach. 
And she talks about this idea that balance doesn't really exist, but she tries to be wherever she is, 100% there while she's there. So if she's being a mom, she's 100% in mom mode, not checking work email, not doing work stuff. When she's in work, she's 100% in work mode, not trying to schedule kids' appointments or whatever that kind of stuff. Christy Wright, who is a business writer, author, the author of the book, Business Boutique, she says it like this, life balance is not about an even split between work and home. And when you work from home, you know this better than anyone, which this is Kelly piping in. We're all working from home right now, right? Or we have been working from home. Balance makes us think of a scale that needs to be evenly weighted on both sides, but that is not realistic. It's not about an even 50-50 split. It's about being 100% present wherever you are. So how do you achieve and I'm using air quotes, work-life balance, routines. Routines are key because they take the stress out of figuring out whatever it is that you need to do next because it's already written out. It's already planned out. You already know what you're going to be doing. Part of the reason I think as teachers that we feel so stressed with this work-life balance is because there's so much to do, right? We're constantly getting things thrown on our plates, things added to our plates. And with COVID-19, there has been just a, a... enormous amount of things thrown onto the plates of teachers. But when we have routines, we take out that decision fatigue. We take away that need to make even more decisions about what we've got to do next because it's already written down into our routines and eventually becomes muscle memory. I do want to clarify though, that a routine is different from a schedule because your schedule is more of your framework for what a typical day looks like. For example, my schedules that I wake up at you know, six or so in the morning, I do my morning routine. Uh, I start work between 830 and nine, I eat lunch around one or so and, you know, on and on and on. Routines are the things that are buried inside my schedule. And I'm going to share some examples here in just a second. But let's start here. The definition of a routine is a sequence of actions that are regularly followed. So these are the things that I do every morning to get my morning started. The sequence of regular actions that I perform every single morning to start my day. So what kinds of routines do you need? Since we're talking about work-home balance, I want to make sure that you have routines in place for work and for home life. So let's start with home routines because we all start our day each day at home. So first thing you need is an AM and a PM routine, a morning and an evening routine. These are things I do to get ready for my day. And inside of the working from home teacher's attention teacher's edition mini course that I have, I've got a whole lesson in there on what routines are, how to create them. I give you a template to make your own. So you can check that out if you want to get some more information on making routines. But these are the things I do each morning to get ready for my day and in the evening to get ready to go to bed and end my day. Uh, I have a laundry routine, which seems silly, but we all, we all have routines. We just might not call them routines or know that they're routines. But for example, my laundry routine is that every Monday is whites. Every Tuesday is darks. Every Wednesday is towels and sheets and that kind of stuff. And I basically have a routine that I know every day when I wake up, this is the load of laundry that I'm going to do. I used to be a one day a load person, but when we moved to Germany and... Um, or not one day a load, a one day a laundry person. I, it just changed when we moved to Germany because washing machine here isn't the best. Meal planning is another routine that is worth having. 
we do meal planning every single week and we have a routine that we go through. The first thing we do is we get our meal planning calendar. Either both of us are working on it or one of us does it and we just check with the other, but we get our calendar. We have a list of like our favorite quick recipes that we can reference and we write out all the meals that we're going to have for the upcoming week. Then we move to our shopping list. We write out our shopping list. Then we go grocery shopping. That is our routine for getting prepared for meals for the next week. If you're looking for a tool that can help you, then Prep Dish is a great tool that can help you take some of that meal planning stress and decision fatigue off of your plate. Cleaning or chores, that's another routine that you need to have. I've got a list of all the things that I need to do to get my house clean when it, and it's written out on a piece of paper. So that way, whenever I need to clean my house or when I'm feeling stressed and I want to stress clean, I can go to that list and it tells me exactly what I need to do. Like I said, when I'm stressed, I stress clean. So also when I'm stressed, I'm not making decisions very well, right? There, I get distracted. So this list tells me, okay, step one, pick everything up. Step two, clean the kitchen. Step three, and so on and so on and so on. The last home routine that I was thinking of when I was thinking through all these routines is a budgeting routine. This is a really important value that Cody and I have. And we have a whole episode that we recorded together, episode number 46. And we talk about how we work through our budgeting process and what that routine looks like. But this is all a routine that is written out. That's the key I keep saying, and I guess I haven't addressed that yet, is routines should be written out until they become that muscle memory. But all of this is written out so that When we sit down to do our budgeting process, we don't miss anything. We know exactly what we need to do. And it also helps alleviate and take that stress of making sure that we remember what all we need to do. All right, so those were some home routines. Let's move on to some school routines. You're also gonna want AM and PM routines for your school life. Or if you are working from home for your working from home life, What are the things that you do each morning when you arrive at school or arrive to your desk? For me, this looked like I would first walk in and turn all the lamps on, then set my bags down in their homes. I turn on my computer. I check my email, then um, get my morning message up on the board ready to go for my kids. And then I would review my lessons for the day. Those are the things I did every morning that helped me transition from home to work. Same thing with PM. These were all of the things that I needed to do at the end of the day to be able to leave my classroom prepared for the next day to leave my classroom organized and clean, clutter-free. So it was kind of like the reverse of my morning. I would review my lessons for the following day, make sure I had all the materials. I would clean off my U-table and my teacher desk to make sure all of that, that is like a number one rule I have for if you want an organized classroom, clear those spaces off at the end of every day. Um, But I would clear all that off then I would clear out my inbox, make sure that all emails were addressed. And finally, I would turn off my computer, push on my chair, and leave. Another important routine is a grading routine. Where are you going to keep all of your materials? Hopefully, you are keeping all your grading stuff in one spot so you can just grab it and go. Theming your days. This is kind of kind of like a schedule, but I'm tacking it under routines because It is the routine of your week, kind of like with laundry on Monday, I was doing this on Tuesdays, I was doing this same thing with your week at school. What are you going to focus on each day? Think about all the big tasks that you have to do as a teacher, lesson planning, grading, IEP paperwork, students that are inside the organized teacher framework have a whole lesson on this and a whole page in their workbook to actually create the themes for each day and each portion of your day, but essentially you're going to assign each of those tasks that I just mentioned and whichever ones you add to it a day so that you know, you don't have to worry about it until that day comes. And you know that you have time planned in your schedule to work on that. 
The best way to figure out what routines you need is to simply just make a list of all the things you do on a recurring basis and then think about how can you streamline them. Whenever I am trying to figure out a new routine or trying to organize something a little bit more efficiently, I always write down all the things that I need to do or the things that I'd like to accomplish in that routine. And then I put them in order based on like what is actually realistic that I can get done. How does this fit into my schedule? And how do I want things like what's the flow I want things to go in or the way I want things to play out? Hey guys, I want to interrupt the episode and take a quick second to share with you something that is going to be really helpful for you in this crazy time that we're dealing with right now. I know life doesn't look normal. You're teaching from home. You're likely parenting at the same time. Life is crazy. That's where Prep Dish comes in. Prep Dish is a healthy subscription-based meal plan service developed by chef and dietitian Allison. Here's how it works. Literally, all you have to do is sign up and then you'll receive a weekly email that contains your menu for the week an organized grocery list, and then some easy to follow instructions for prepping your meals ahead of time. After a couple hours on the weekend, all of your meals are ready for the entire week. Right now, when we're spending so much time at home, it seems like dinner should be a no-brainer, but I know I'm not the only one who's tired of making dinner every single night. Okay, I should probably take that back because my husband is the cook in our family and he's the one doing all the cooking, but I do know that sometimes he just wants a break. Sure, I could cook the meal, or you can just pop in a prep dish meal. It takes all the guesswork out of dinner. For less than $15 a month, you can get all your meals for each week sent straight to your inbox, then a quick trip to the store with your organized grocery list. Yes, nice, love that. And then a couple of hours of prep work later that hopefully your kids can do. Why not? They're sitting at home. And your meals are ready for the week. All you have to do is head to the simplyorganizedteacher.com slash prep dish to sign up and get your first meal. Whether or not you feel like routines are important, you already have routines in place. One of my favorite business experts that I learned from, her name is Ashlyn Carter, and she said in a recent YouTube video that I was watching that you already have a routine in place. It just might be a bad one. And for me, this is like my nighttime routine. I have a routine that I go through every night, but it's not consistent. Like, it's not consistent. It's not written out. I have tried evening routines, and for whatever reason, I just cannot get it to stick but I still have a routine. It's just not efficient. Same thing if you are a person that wakes up, you immediately roll over, you check your email, you hop onto Instagram, that is your routine, even though it's not this ideal quote unquote routine that you know you would wanna share about online, you still have a routine. But the important thing is to get good routines in place that allow you to create the life you want. The intention of routines is to take away most of that stress of making decisions or wasting time trying to get something done so that you can spend less time at school trying to figure out what to do and more time either working more efficiently at school or at home with your family and the people that you love. If you want to listen to some more episodes on time management, self-care, or life balance, all that kind of stuff, then be sure to listen to episode number 52 and 54. Those are both on the topic of teacher burnout and measures to put in that you can put in place to avoid it. And I would also recommend a throwback to episode number 18, where I interviewed Sarah Forst from Teacher Care Crate and the Designer Teacher. We talk all about self-care in that episode. I'll link all three of these in the show notes for you so you can just head there, click on them, and get access to it. Like we talked about in the beginning, work-life balance doesn't exist in this typical way that we've been conditioned to think about it. 
it's all about making a choice on what you want to prioritize in that time and then committing to sticking to it. For example, in our home, Sunday nights are family meeting nights. And this is a routine we have built into our lives so that for the most part, it comes natural to spend 30 to 45 minutes every Sunday night reflecting on the week that we just had, getting on the same page about the week ahead, making any plans or coordinating any schedules that we need to do. We have a same family meeting at the end of the month. It's just a little bit longer. We go through a routine to prep for the upcoming month and our budget. And of course, all of this stuff is written down because especially when it becomes like a monthly routine, something you're not doing that often, it's really easy for you to forget those things that you need to do. So take time to write down all the things that you want to do just because you don't get to them. That is okay. It's there to support you when you do them. Back to quote my friend, Christy Wright. She tells us life balance is not about a picture perfect life, which I should address. Christy Wright is not really my friend, although I was on her podcast. It's not about creating a life that looks like your sisters, your coworkers, your friends, your neighbors, any of their lives. It's not about things being easy or clear cut. Creating your own version of life balance doesn't mean that you won't have hard days or bad days or that you won't sometimes get tired, discouraged, and burned out. There's no version. I, I really like this. There's no version of life balance that promises that because all of those things are just a part of life. Life balance is messy because life is messy. So lest you get some idea listening to this episode thinking that I lead this picture-perfect organized life, let me be the first to tell you that the Simply Organized Teacher, me, doesn't have it all together. In fact, getting season seven of this podcast prepped has been procrastinated on by four over a month. By the time I'm sitting down to write and prep and record this episode, it's been over a month. And you want to know why? Because the person who is over here preaching about how important routines and structures are, I can't figure out the ideal way that I want to structure my podcasting workflow. And I know that sounds so silly, but I just want to encourage you that if you're listening to this and you're thinking, oh, this sounds great, but it sounds impossible. It's not going to be perfect. And I am always changing and tweaking my routines, but that is the beauty of routines. Also, if you are having some idea that my house is always perfectly clean and and Cody and I have these like great weekly meetings each Sunday night. And I just need you to know that I'm currently sitting in like a week's worth of dog hair that hasn't been swept because sweeping this apartment we live in is a pain in the you know what. And because our Roomba broke again. (laughs) And Cody and I haven't had a true family meeting in two weeks because of traveling and life has just happened. But again, that is the beauty of routines. They are home base. When things become overwhelming or things aren't making sense, a routine is there for me to fall back on. When I show up at my desk on a morning to get to work and I feel unmotivated or I feel deflated because I've got some negative review from somebody on social media or an email that, you know, upsets me and those things can totally get me off task. You have the same thing in teaching, right? You come into the classroom, not in the best of spirits. I know where to pick up and what, where to start because my routine tells me so. So let's review. In this episode, we talked about what a routine is. It's a sequence of actions that are regularly followed. And I would add that they are written down somewhere, at least until it becomes muscle memory. We talked about some routines that you need and how to create those routines. And then finally, we talked about the importance of having routines, having a commitment to them so that when the wheels fall off the wagon, you know where to come back to. I want to help you get more organized in your days and your weeks by inviting you to join 
the free to-do list training that I've got over at the simply slash to do in that training. I cover how to establish a weekly routine of preparing your plans, your schedule for the upcoming week, how to prioritize what goes on your to-do list and what you keep off your to-do list for the upcoming week um, to keep your to-do list from becoming just a massive brain dump that never gets completed. So head to the simply slash to do and sign up. It will email the training straight to your inbox. You can watch it at your own convenience. All right, that's it for this episode. Again, I would love for you to subscribe to the podcast over on iTunes or wherever it is that you're listening. And if you found this podcast helpful, will you go ahead and share it with a friend? Um, take a screenshot of it. If you're listening to it, tag me over on Instagram at the Simply Organized Teacher. I will see you back here next week when we talk about something a little bit different than normal Simply Teach content. I'm going to be sharing some favorite books that I'm reading. I'm excited to share a little bit of this behind the scenes look into my life, my goals, how I set about accomplishing them. Until then, stay safe, stay healthy, and I'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Simply Teach. If you enjoyed it, I'd be so grateful to have you share it over on social media and tag me at the Simply Organized Teacher, or you can head to wherever you are listening to this podcast right now and subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. This episode was edited by the team over at Podcastology. Remember all the show notes, links to things we talked about, classroom organization resources, and all of the courses can be found over on my website, thesimplyorganizedteacher.com. Make sure to join my email list and get weekly organization tips straight to your inbox by heading to thesimplyorganizedteacher.com slash email. Y'all have a great week.